Thanks for checking out and tuning in to At the Table with Paul and Brandon. Be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And we really hope you enjoy today's show. So by now, I know you're not on Facebook. Nope. But I know you're on Twitter, so I know you, you get your information. Yes. And so I know that you are aware of the revival that broke out in Asbury. Absolutely, and so yes. that, that wrapped up, that finished. Mm-hmm. Um, but a staff member sent me a Facebook article that was chronicling, like, I guess, LSU and uh, Texas A&M and Georgia and Baylor, hmm. they have been talking about that they've been having outbreaks of revival and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that it'd be an interesting conversation for us to have just like, how do we feel about that? Like, do, do we think revival is something that would happen? What comes to mind when you think about revival? Like just, how, what's your what's your overall thought on, on that whole experience? The, the thing about revival for me is as somebody who grew up in traditional Southern church, uh, we used to have revivals that were scheduled. <laughs> yes. And sometimes you'd have a spring and a fall revival. Right. And they basically consist of you bringing in a guest speaker, mm-hmm. usually somebody who was a buddy of your pastor okay. who could come in and he would preach his best evangelistic sermons for like four or five nights. Mm-hmm. And you'd have some special music mm-hmm. and you'd invite the community. You put signs up that say revival mm-hmm. this week. And then your buddy would collect that. Your pastor's buddy would collect the paycheck. And then they, everybody would go right back to where you were. So like, you know, that's my vision of, of, of revival. And I see that. Right? And so it, it revival to me is like the word is like been tainted. Because I honestly, during the, I never saw revival. Right. Like I never actually saw what I think what people want to think they think revival is. Correct. Um, and a lot of times those, that practice of the church developed out of moot, sincere movements of God where people said, oh, that was awesome. We should copy that. Yeah. And so if we call something what that was, then this, this is going to be the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I think what happened at Asbury seemed to be very sincere because it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't um, a program. I mean, Greg, yes. Greg Laurie didn't come in right. and, and there wasn't a crusade and, right. an, and an advanced team that came in right. and set up everything with all the local churches and invite all the local community. It just happened. Right. And then in our culture, because of social media, whenever something's going on, there are certain people that want to tag along, right? Mm-hmm. And certain people want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And so there was some of that. I heard that there were, you know, some Christian recording artists who were calling and trying to say, hey, do you want us to come and help lead worship? And they were like, no, nah, we got it. You know, like it's a, God's already moving. Like God's not going to move more just because you have a record deal, you know, to come in and lead worship. So there was always all that kind of tension and that back and forth. And then there were people questioning, you know, what was going on. Um, and so for me, I just have a lot of questions, a lot of like a lot of curiosities <laughs> in, in, coming out of my my cynical brain, man. Because like I know all, all the statistics of like the Billy Graham Crusades coming in, I know. and then like that you know weeks following the Crusades coming in, and you know hundreds of people going down accepting Jesus, and there was not an appreciable influx in people attending church at, in that community over the next few weeks. And it was almost like, okay, well, what, what really happened? What really took place? Right. What, what really occurred? Um, and so wouldn't it be awesome if there was a movement among, among college kids who, who people think in general have totally like disconnected from the faith? Like if that was genuinely going on, let's, let's celebrate that. 
that's kind of the way I feel about it. But so <clears throat> on paper, it checked a lot of boxes that I like to see. Okay, that it wasn't scripted; it mm-hmm. was just their Wednesday night worship that they had, and that they went into prayer, and that a like that a student kind of prayed, stood up to to prayer, mm-hmm. just really give a test, whatever it was, right? And it just spawned this thing where the night just wanted to continue to go on, mm-hmm. and um, and for that, it just moved naturally, like it wasn't. It was kind of like. Let's give way for the spirit. Hmm. Let's let's move out the way. Right. Um, what really started to bother me is that you, I did start seeing a lot of the Christians just like from all over. Like people like people came from other countries to fly in. Right. You know, this is yeah. kind of like to me, it's kind of like what, you know, like, I mean, I understand. Like, I want to maybe go see, like you said before, I haven't really maybe seen this before. Mm. And so you want to be there. But like, it was a lot of this, like, let me just go see. Like tag along, like that's, right. that's that's a good cookie from the Girl Scouts. But maybe is that the best thing for us to do? Is always be tagging along, the tag right? along. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so like you know, I'm just I was kind of like, why are we doing this? Like yeah. what's what's going on with that? Yeah. Um. And then I felt like it was more like it was more Christian news. Like it was more people in churches were talking about it more. Okay. And for me, I was kind of like. You want to see revival? Like, what do you what do you want to see revival? You want to see for the lost? Like, you would think that in my mind is coming and God seeking and saving the lost, right? Like, he's like he's not coming for the for the for the for the well. He's coming for the sick, okay. and so like it's not for us to get re-energized. Like, it's not really for us. But by definition, revival is waking something that was that was dead. So right? maybe so maybe it could be dead faith. So to yes to your point. I so, mean, maybe, I, yeah. so maybe it could be a shake. I mean, like, all that, like apathy in the in the church awakening, right. you know. And so, yeah, I don't really know what that. I, in other words, when people say revival, is that what they mean, or are they saying like the you know the gospel is moving into uncharted territory? I guess that's. I guess that really is uh, key to the conversation because the people there were obviously Christian, mostly Christian. I would say predominantly because they're at a a Christian event on campus mm-hmm. uh, at a chapel service. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, by definition, in that instance, revival was God's doing something fresh, and there's some maybe some barriers being broken and some walls coming down, and some things need to be reset or being reset in the hearts of those kids. Uh, and I think that's, that's, that's fantastic. That's awesome that that's what it was. Um, so I think sometimes people can be critical of, well, that's not really revival because, you know, how many people are you baptizing? They, people, people always want to go to the numbers and the, like start to the, the, the quantify, like, where you're successful or and not. And that's what a lot of people were doing. And, and so is, but, but is that really what revival is? I, I don't, you know, I don't really know. I mean, for me, revival is almost, it's an awakening from within the church to go and to do what the church has been called to do. Yeah, I, like the difference between a, a crusade, like a like a we we want to reach the lost community yeah. versus a revival. We want to renew ourselves to go do a crusade. Like I, I don't. I mean, I know I like to get into the weeds of like what did your what does your words actually mean? And I, I think sometimes people want to say a revival is well, we're going to we're going to reach our community for the lost. Okay, that's awesome. But I mean, shouldn't that be the mission of your church every week? I think that a lot of people go back to the great. They call the Great Awakening a yeah. revival. And the Great Awakening was when it felt that people who were not Christian had a re- renewed hunger for God's things. Right. And I believe that that's kind of what they're trying to say with okay. this, with these college kids, is that is there a revival going on 
within this generation because I've been reading a lot where like God's calling this generation hmm. to be like I want to bring you back and so I and so I think it's kind of both and like it's it's on a Christian co- college right. but like our like Texas A and M is not a Christian college no like Baylor is not so like that so then it's like well then is that a real move of God or is that uh, a move of social media like is that a move of I don't want to be left out and I'm not trying to be too cynical I'm just saying like. That's what I'm kind of believing. Like, do you believe that God is still in the business of using the tool of a revival? Well, it's hard for me because I, I mean, you and I have been around church and church leadership all of, all of our lives for the most part for a long time, and so we've seen a lot of things. We've seen a lot of youth conferences, and you know, the altar call, the youth conference is is always going to get a lot of response. Mm-hmm. And it, it sometimes it feels like, and you can identify there are some kids that are deeply touched by God. Yeah, and then there are some kids who are just caught up in the moment. Okay, and because other people are going, they're going to. Okay, um, so I think there's always going to be a little bit of that, mm-hmm. like a little bit of okay, it's a social movement, as to some to some extent, as much as it is a spiritual movement. Like Jesus always drew, drew, drew large crowds, right? Stuff like and, that. Right? You know, yeah. they, and he would yeah. say, "Are you you're just coming for a sign? Yeah, like true. what? Do you, why? Yeah. why are you, yes. you know, what do you, what do you need from me? Right. And so I think that to me is the is a little bit of the issue. Is it's uh is is it genuine? I think I think people want the genuine article. Like if if God really was awakening uh, the college campuses across our country, I I think I think it would become obvious because of the extended fruit of of that movement. Yes, and I think that is what I would long to see and love to see. And I think it's it's also interesting that this is taking place in the season of deconstruction. Like that word has become so popular, especially within Christian circles. You know, you you've had people who were deep in the faith. And then they've deconstructed is the way they say it. In other words, they've, they've had a crisis of faith and they have felt like a questioning of their beliefs to the point where some of them just leave Christianity altogether. Mm-hmm. And so in the wake of that, a lot of times that's happening in that generation, that younger mm-hmm. generation, mm-hmm. a lot of times that, that that occurs for them. And so to see the opposite of that, like I'm, I'm not deconstructing, I'm actually reconstructing. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm deepening, I'm strengthening, I'm building my faith and my attention to faith. And so that to me, if nothing else, it's encouraging to see the opposite press or the opposite narrative mm. in 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 that age group, um, based on what we've seen from all the deconstruction talk. Yeah, I don't know. I think for me, it's it's difficult to reconcile the idea of people want a revival and like they long for that, and most people will say that they do, like they want to see that, right? Mm-hmm. But then, I just. It's hard for me to they, they long for that. They long for that. But then they don't they can't get into their mind that revival is available every Sunday. That each and every time that that you worship collectively mm-hmm. together in, on Sunday or in your private home mm-hmm. when you're doing your own study or in a small group setting that that revival is is readily available for mm-hmm. that. And um it's just it's just odd because for for you and I like we understand that like preparing for a Sunday is like fishing. Okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna go out there and we're gonna make sure we got our tackle together. We're gonna make sure our lines are good. We got our lures. We're gonna dig up the worms. We're, we're gonna get the worms. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna um, make sure we got a lunch. We're gonna get everything we need. 
We're going to make sure we have other stuff to take care of if we need to, some, to swap things out. Mm-hmm. We're going to do some research on the pond we're going to get. We're going to know what kind of fish they have in mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. We're going to know what season it is for what you're going to do. And we're going to go out there and we're going to we're going to cast it and we're going to put the time in. Right. But we can't control the bite. Nope. We just have to be ready for it. Yeah. And I feel that's the way it is with Sunday. Sunday mornings is like that. And we're waiting Catch whatever it is. Like, God's going to come and pull it. Right. We want to be there. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes and you see that moment where you're able to intersect, right, and we get it, and God is clearly there, and the Spirit is moving, but then the people miss it because they, it wasn't how they were looking for it to happen. And I feel like that's what, it, what to me, bothers me about the whole thing about revival. Mm. Is that, like, when you put a sign that says revival here, or a revival is going on there, then that changes my mind. And so now I'm going to go either look for reasons that's not or reason to validate that it is, right? Like my confirmation bias. Mm. And then I feel like it's hard for me to then say, is that just me or is it really God? And so I just like, why don't we have, why don't we take that same expectation, expectancy mm. to where God says, I'm going to show up and speak to you. That's, that's what we really want. We really want where God came and spoke. Because right. we got to understand that the idea comes from the Old Testament idea. Like the Old Testament wasn't like the, the whole idea of like it coming in an anticipatory fashion was the fact that we didn't have the spirit with us at one time. Mm-hmm. So like Mount Carmel, Elijah, uh, Moses, Joshua, like they, like God coming to these people and it was a big thing and he came and it was like, wow, we got to be there at this time to get this mm-hmm. and move on. Like it's that kind of idea. And then like God would come to the tabernacle at a certain time and be there or he would come you know what I'm saying it's that, it's that idea of mm. that and so when you go to the New Testament you realize that he says that my spirit is with you all the time mm. that you can always now boldly come before my throne mm. and so like revival can happen like it just I just it's, it's hard for me to realize like what are we really looking for when we say revival because like we it seems like we're, revival is a special time and place mm. where I feel like for us that are believers or what we're trying to tell people is that there is no special time and place that you have access 24/7 for the power of God to show up in your life. Yeah, but don't you think I mean we've even been talking about this in our in our own congregational setting like there's Here a you go. there's a bubbling. Here you go. I mean I there's like it just, oh, you, we can almost feel yes, the pressure. I know you literally said it Sunday. I did. <laughs> like something is about to break. I did in our church. You can just literally feel. I know that God is building to something, uh, and and we we walk in every Sunday with the expectancy. So then, why do you that, feel it is? Because you wouldn't disagree. I, I hear you. You're backing me up into what I just said, right. but you'd also agree with what I said. So then, what's the what's the difference in your opinion? Because we do believe that God's going to show up every Sunday, but then why do we build? The, then why do we also say that we feel something's building up look uh, in my whole ministry that's like, crazy I, I i didn't really take preparation lightly for sunday like you just talked about right we, we put a lot into that effort um and there but there was just so many times where i felt like as a staff as a as a as the as the leaders of those moments we did everything right yes and it was just like a dud, a dud, <laughs> yes, and, and exactly. in the in the sense that yeah, yeah, that like, nobody's coming for prayer, nobody like it's just and and it, and everybody just kind of left, and the conversations after the service weren't really spiritual conversations. You, yeah, it you, felt you, flat. you, you could knew. Ju- yep, you could you just kind of tell, yes, correct. And then there yes. were other moments where man, like you just, it's almost like when my feet hit the floor that morning, I just knew, like God was gonna 
show up, we say. In a radical way. In a radical Ra- way. Right. Yes. And he did. And and it's like, I, I never could, and, and that's one of the things is, mm-hmm. that makes knowing God precious is because we are de- we are so dependent on him. Yes. And sometimes we think we're dependent on our craftiness. We're dependent <laughs> on our skills and our abilities yeah. to, to manage the segues and the transitions <laughs> of, a, of a service beautifully. The phrases that pay. Right. And we yeah, want to make yeah. sure we do all that. Yeah. But by the same at this by the same token as you like to say, um, we can't manufacture no. a movement of God exactly. And and so when it happens, that's what makes it so beautiful, right? Is because it it is it is spontaneous to us, it's not spontaneous to God. It's spontaneous to us because there have been moments where where we felt it, our staff has felt it, but we felt like the people we were leading didn't feel it. But don't you believe that God wants to have a moment every time we're together? Yeah. Would I, you believe that? Absolutely. Okay. But okay. I don't, okay. But I, I just think that there has to be a collective receptivity. That's exactly in the what room. I, yes. Because those people at Asbury, they're getting together every week. I mean, yes. I mean, they're still like, there, yes. there were many gatherings before that that didn't break out in revival. So what was the difference? <laughs> there yes. was some kind of collective receptivity in that moment to say, Wow, like that's the, what I like, like. We are the people of God. Yes, and let's let's just bathe in that for a minute. Let's and, just let's stay in that. And that's what I feel like. If somebody's asking me, is that I feel that's what our job is. Yeah, is that instead of trying to say let's put on a revival mm-hmm. or like preach revival, I want to preach that that like there's a frequency that we need to tune into. Because I was thinking about this as I was coming back over here. Is that I was just I was just thinking about that like. Like we said before, like the fishing analogy, like mm-hmm. all I can do is put the hook in the water. Yeah. Like I, I believe I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm mm-hmm. trying to beat the right pond, right thing. And I'm trying to catch that spirit. I'm trying to catch that moment. And I don't know when it's going to be there, right. but I don't want to give up too soon. Mm-hmm. I want to be prepared. And like, I want to turn the dial and I want to believe if he says go on 99.9, put the dial on 99.9 and then turn the noise down and tune myself to find that space. Because I do believe that every day, he wants to have a connection with us. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe it's like a special thing. Like it's not like a New Year's Eve, you know, like we don't need December 31st to turn the page. Like right. I feel the exact same way. And I feel like that's the job. Like, like people ask, what do you think about the revival? Like, man, I think it's great, whatever it is. But I think about like, wh- why, why, do, why are we missing an opportunity to teach our people that if we can get to a place where our mind and our heart is receptive, that God wants to show up every day. That's well, that's 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 true life change. Yes. And I think what we've both seen in our ministries individually and collectively together, like is we've seen revival happen all the time, but it may just be an individual. <laughs> like revival <laughs> happening in a marriage in one marriage yeah. that, that Sunday. Yes. In one family that next Sunday. Correct. And and somebody who kind of wavered a little bit the next Sunday. And it's not this this whole movement where nobody wants to go home it's it's <laughs> yeah. somebody wants to go home healed yeah somebody wants to go home with 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 a better marriage with yeah. with better parenting with with a better work ethic like and i think that really is the mission of the church on a week in week out basis it's that 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 ongoing revival in individual souls sometimes it does bubble up when you have this collective receptivity like we were just talking about to like we just want to bathe in the presence of God together. Mm, mm. And I think sometimes that does happen. Obviously we've seen it, we've experienced it. You know, even Sunday we were talking about it. So I feel like that, you know, we're, we're planning a night of worship during our Easter series. We're, we're, we know Easter because why is Easter so big? A lot of times it's because people come with the, co- that collective anticipation that, that God's going to show up 
and they expect it to be like a different service. People are going to come to a night of worship and they're going to expect it. You know, our worship pastor, when he announced it, he was like, God's going to show up and reveal something to us. And so we come with that (laughs) collective anticipation of that. And, but every Sunday is not like that, but every Sunday we hope, we expect that revival is happening in somebody's life every single week. Right. I mean, that's the reason we do what we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that, I think that that's just the, uh, yeah, I, I like that because I, I, I did say on this past Sunday that I, I and I said it just a couple of days ago, that I do feel that something's happening. Like, I feel kind of like the cloud can only hold so much water is what I said. Like, it, right. like it's going to have to rain eventually hmm. because just so much stuff is going up. Like, so, so much praise, so much just life change is happening that I think it needs, it needs to happen. And I feel like it could be such a powerful idea, like, you know, as a minister— as a pastor, we're trying to like move our people in our field to be in alignment, to get the most, like when it rains, I want the most water mm-hmm. to spray down on, on these crops. Right. Because we know that if they can be there and they can be covered, they won't be the same. Right. And that's, and that's the thing that I feel like that's what revival means to me mm-hmm. is that, as I always say, like when you look at the scripture, when people had a real encounter with Jesus, they weren't the same. Right. Like, they just weren't. Right. Like, they were either with him or they weren't. But right. they weren't the same. No. You could not stay where you were at. Like, he he called you to something. Mm. And that's what I really feel that I hope people will get to is that, that like, when when it when it does happen, when you do feel God's presence, when you when you do feel can you get you can take a drink from that well deeply, mm. like don't you feel and hope that like that they would they they would just be radically different. That it would just be like like you said, you I'm going home and I'm going to be a different husband. I'm gonna be a different parent. I'm gonna be a different spouse. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a different follower of Jesus. Like that's the fruit you were kind of talking about that you want to see. Um, absolutely. I mean, before I met my mother-in-law, I had never had homemade banana pudding. Right. I'd had banana pudding. Correct. But I had never had homemade banana pudding. Correct. Once you taste homemade banana pudding where somebody has lovingly stood at the stove Preach on and they stirred take your time and they've stirred take your time and they've stirred mm. and all that goodness just comes together and it makes something that that takes the box like jello like I never want to taste that I'll never eat that again I never ha- I never have also I'm so discriminatory against it now yes like it's just I'm biased against it to the point where I just cannot make myself eat when it. people find out that that's because that's that's one that's my favorite dessert too right so when people find out about us yes they'll say oh can I make that I'll, I'll stop them and say well how do you make it yeah. and I'm not trying to be rude but I don't want you to waste your time right <laughs> but like we know because once you taste it, Ooh, it, it changes everything. It's everything. Like you can't go back. No. You, and so I think that is so what, good. That's what we want people to see it and just feel. Like if you could just if you could just taste that. Just once. Just once. Just once. Change your life forever. And you never go back to the other because you recognize it's just fake. That's very true. It's an imitation of what the great or the greatest of, of that could be. Hmm. And I think sometimes people they might they, they'll have a faith in like they'll be a Christian. But are they truly living in that intimacy with God to where those moments where, you know, a certain song hits a certain way on a Sunday morning, there's tears in their eyes. You know, do you, do you feel God that way? Like, is, is that, and I'm not saying you have to be, you know, weeping and, and just running around and just like, rolling you know, on can't, the floor. Can't move. I, yeah, no, I'm just we're saying, not saying like, that. Are, yeah. you, are you moved? Yes. Are you stirred? 
Because I think that's revival. The revival is is remembering. It's, it's, it's remembering who we are. It's remembering who we belong to. It's remembering the cost of our freedom. It's remembering the hope that we have. It's just remembering the presence of God and the intimacy that's there that should be so precious to us that it's, it's something that we long for. And once we taste it, we don't ever want to go back. Thanks again for checking out this week's episode of At the Table with Paul and Brandon. Be sure that you like and subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode. We'll see you then.